Welcome back to Talking With Words. Uh, you're here with Rob. David. Ryan. All right, we're going to watch a serial killer movie with uh, Vince Vaughn. Fantastic. I like it. Well, Freaky is described as after swapping bodies with a deranged serial killer, a young girl in high school discovers she has less than 24 hours before the change becomes permanent. And that is Vince Vaughn, who is, I think everybody knows, from Wedding Crashers, probably the best. Oh. Wedding Crashers. Internship. Yeah, I mean everything. Yeah, really. Yeah, forever. Yeah. Uh, when he was not John Favreau's best buddy in movies, and then the other lead is Catherine Newton, who was in Three Billboards, and what else were you say? Big Little Lies, Detective Pikachu, Detective Pikachu, Cockblockers, Cockblockers. Yeah. So if you've seen any of those movies, you might recognize her. Let's take a look at the IMDb Parents Guide. So under the content rating, it has sex and nudity at mild, violence and gore, severe, Perfect. profanity, severe, alcohol, drugs, and smoking, mild, frightening and intense scenes, moderate, which I guess means that some of the severe violence and gore must just be uh, lighthearted and fun. So this should be great. It's, it's only moderately. Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. So we're going to, uh, we're going to jump into this and see some people get killed and, uh, have a great time. We'll be back. All right. That was freaky. Surprisingly good, I think. I agree. Um, yeah, not bad. I, I enjoyed it. I usually am kind of hit and miss with Vince Vaughn, but... That one was pretty good. I thought he did phenomenal. Definitely. The two leads in that were great. Yes. Him as a little girl, or a high school girl, and her as a gigantic man serial killer, I guess. Right. And the fact that they mirrored each other so well yeah. with those was, was great. So, if you were going to give this your own synopsis of what the movie is, what would you be, Ryan? I would say Freaky Friday meets Friday the 13th. That's... There's, I mean... Perfect, yeah. Yeah, that, that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah, I mean, David? Uh, I would say that um, a run-in with ancient Aztec magic leads to true love via murder. <laughs> via murder. Yeah, you got... Uh, it's got that, that high school angst of the old 90s movies. Mm-hmm. With the Freaky Friday, Friday the Thirteenth mixed into it, say so it, it had every like your stereotypical slasher horror film from the nineties and early two thousands. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. They managed to to use pretty much every type of set that you would have. You know, right. they went. They were at the high school. They were at the mall. They were at some weird the you know haunted house. house thing. Yeah, yeah. the factory. Yeah, factory. even the the. the Dark lights and all that's the black lights and everything in the putt putt golf arena. Um, that first mask he had was kind of Jason Voorhees esque. That whole that bit. whole first sequence, I thought, because they had that. He was doing the slow walk. Yeah, he had they had the ha 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 kind of in the background going on, and then the camera. We even mentioned it in there where the camera would pan with the characters going up and down out of in and out of sequence or in and out of scene I guess very old 70s just waiting on the shock factor yeah waiting for the person to be standing there like when you close the mirror or that kind of thing that they used to do kind of just a throwback before they started the new update on freaky Friday the 13th yeah 
You know, one thing I wonder is, um, could this movie actually be the sequel to Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where Cameron, <laughs> Alan Ruck, Cameron, who had a horrible youth, you yeah. know, he was, his, his parents were always gone, he lived in that house that was like a museum, etc., turns into an angry high school teacher, <laughs> oh, you know, the kid that yes. skipped school, becomes a high school teacher, is abusive toward his students, and ends up being murdered by one of them while she is possessed by an actual serial killer. Absolutely. I mean, it, seem, it seems like the logical conclusion well, to the Ferris Bueller. I loved, I loved the throw-in with him being the, the woodshop teacher. Yes. And, he, and especially the handlebar mustache. That was <laughs> phenomenal. And he was just a piece of shit, too. He's just yeah. a dick. <laughs> Which they did, I mean, you knew after the first 15 minutes who was going to die. Like, oh, you yeah. had the three people immediately that were just assholes to her. Yeah. You had him. You had the girl, the Instagram girl. Yes. And you had, um, oh no, he he messed with the guy in the, the uh, bathroom, the, yeah. bathroom. the barked at her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which the bathroom, that was one of my favorite sequences. Just the <laughs> yes. shit on the walls yes. and dealing with the penis oh my God, flapping back and forth. <laughs> All of that was fantastic. That was well done. The, the graffiti was brilliant. Yeah. The, <laughs> Typical high school graffiti. Yeah. Yeah. Still funny. Twenty years. Mixing later. the bleeding butthole. <laughs> And the fact that they, they went ahead and put that old poem that has probably been in every single men's restroom, uh, you know, throughout time. Yeah. Uh, Here I sit brokenhearted, came to shit, only farted. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. It brings the, us here to... It's the classics. So I think I know what most of you guys are going to say, but what were your favorite moments in this one? I'm going to have to go with the scene where... The, the guy that she's into is in the car with Vince Vaughn. Yep. He's like, hey, can I, can I come back there with you? <laughs> and then they're just having that moment. And you think, surely they're not going to kiss. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then you have Vince Vaughn and a high school football player kissing in the backseat of a whatever that hoopty was that they were driving. Which I, I feel like... Old, uh... Chevy Sonic or Chevy was, yeah. yeah. Legally, Vince Vaughn had to have his giant hand in front of their faces so that they didn't actually come face to face. Yeah, I was, I was watching that. <laughs> that. No, he, he was 18. He's good. He had an early birthday. <laughs> and you, you just you just see it creeping up. You're like, they're not going to do it. Are they? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. they're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, that, that one was pretty spectacular. There was some pretty solid one-liners in the movie. Absolutely. Especially when Instagram girl is Ryler, whatever that girl's name was, dragging along playing BFF afterwards. And when she realizes she's not getting the story, look, sweetie, I'm not here to clam jam with you. I'm going to go take a pee. You need to let me know what's up. I wrote down clam jam. That was, that was a new one to me. Yeah. I hadn't heard that one before. I'm going back to AP bio. Yeah. Yeah. Another great one was, uh, Mom, I didn't know how to tell you this, but... I'm straight. <laughs> the, straight is not one of them. The gay guy yeah. trying to turn it around so that he wouldn't get in trouble for tying up his friend in the kitchen. Yeah. I also like the um, the kill tools. I guess we'll say because you always have all the horror movies. You have the the Jason, the Freddies, the Michael Myers. Always are doing different things with killing people, mm-hmm. and they went through very different stuff along with kind of the the usual thing. Like I like the tennis racket. I was, that's what I was getting ready to say. The tennis racket was my favorite. But yeah, and it was great because every single kill was unique. 
Yeah, I wrote, I wrote down all the, the tools that they did because I was waiting to see if they did, you know, a, a rehash or that it kept something. But the, the, the tennis racket to me was like the old arrow through the head thing. Yeah, but that's what I Because he p- broke it in half and put both pieces on each side of the head. Uh, but you had that, you had the wine bottle. Which, uh, I, I've never seen that before, jamming a wine bottle down to the throat. New. And that was new. Imagine it so the glass pokes out. Um, you had the toilet, uh, crushed by toilet seat, which... Yeah. It was kind of reminiscent of the boys we were talking about earlier, where he smashes the uh, what's his what's the kid's name uh, his head in the toilet. Yeah, I can't think of it, but yeah, that one reminded me of Liar Liar for a second. He smashes his own head. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, uh, he had the spear which he threw and missed, and I was like, okay, so they're gonna skip that one because that's kind of an old school. And yeah. then nope, they brought her back and threw her up on it anyway. Yeah. Which maybe uh, that was his intention all along. You know, he, he threw it in, got got it stuck there. Clearly knew what he was doing. Really well, and then he, and then he basically mounted her this on the wall. not his yeah. first rodeo. As a right, right. Uh, freezer with the cell phone girl. Shop class, we got it with the screwdriver and the table saw. Um, the chainsaw. Which, you know, that, that brings up the question of what kind of high school are these kids going to? Or they just have a, they have cryogenic <laughs> chambers for some reason. And then, like, a legit, you know, logging saw. Yeah. The full, Beavers full are a good sports team. Yeah. They need the, Appar- they need the locker room. Yeah, the fighting Beavers. Yeah. Yeah, then the chainsaw and the booze bottle on the uh, the rapist football boys, yeah. and then the hook. The, the, hook through the eye. The ice hook or the hay hook or whatever that meat, was. Yeah, the meat hook. Something. Yeah, that last one. And that's not including the, the Kandaria dagger. The L, El Dolo. Dolo? Yeah, I think it's Dolo. Or Dolo. Aztec, yeah, dagger. yeah. I kept thinking, I, I kept thinking the uh, the Evil Dead dagger because it has that yeah. kind of bone look to it. And it was a skull with the light up eye and all that. Only one eye lights up. Yeah, yeah. And then takes you somehow to an Aztec pyramid when you stab somebody with it. Well, why Seems not? Legit. Absolutely. I don't know what what else did you guys pull from this that I'm missing here? It was a good it was a good body switch film. I mean, in the the lieu of. Freaky Friday. Vince Vaughn played a spectacular seventeen-year-old schoolgirl. Yes, he was. He was great. Much, was much better than I expected. The mannerisms, like the little shaking of the shoulders and things like that, just the little stuff he added to it was great. And and Catherine Newton just—it was like flipping a switch, where she went from playing the normal teenage girl to just having no emotion whatsoever. Yeah, that was impressive and I, I did write down I thought they did a good job of making her really meek and like small yes. in the beginning and she like she did a thing where she was walking through the halls and she would avoid t- even touching people Yes, and she was making herself like she was hunched over making herself look smaller and then after she was bumping into people when she was you know, Vince Spawn was inside her what, no let's take that back when uh, <laughs> <laughs> phrasing <laughs> when she was a serial killer uh, she was bumping into people and kind of just moving people out of the way and uh, much more a big personality, I guess. Authoritative. So, yeah. That was actually a really cool scene because they kind of jammed two tropes together where you have the, the scene where the person is walking in and the music is kind of softer and everything seems to be moving slowly. You know, you'll have a lot of movies where that's how they walk into the high school. And she, she does that, but as soon as she gets in the door, it switches to so much harder music. Yeah. And then every, it's louder and everyone's kind of looking at her like, oh man, what's going on? So I, I just thought that was a really cool transition there that they managed to cram both of those in there and it flowed from one to the other seamlessly. Yeah, it was well done. And another note I had was, um, this is a Bloomhouse movie, which they do a lot of the horror and they have the green page on the front of most of their movies when they're doing the, the Bloomhouse drop. The basement in the first sequence, the rich people's basement, yeah. 
was the same color as the Bloomhouse logo. And it, when he walked through it, it looked like the Bloomhouse really? thing. Yeah. Did you Did notice that? that? Yeah. Yeah. When he opened the door, I was like, oh, okay, they're going to kind of do a little nod to, or at least it ended up being a nod. I don't know if it was intentional or not. Which, that, that reminds me, let's, let's talk about this kid at the beginning. I, I think I mentioned it. His parents should be ashamed. Yeah. I mean, this this kid is just wandering through someone's house, you know, picking up priceless bottles of wine, dropping them on the floor. Opening packages. Yeah, like, try, trying to get, you know, he sees that someone has had what is clearly a very expensive shipment in an actual wooden crate Yeah. with a knife and glass, and the first thing he tries to do is figure out how to get it out. Yeah. I mean... Who is this kid? And who are the people in that house? Because they had the dagger, they had skulls, He's they the had... First one dead. And yeah, he was out of there. That's what he gets for messing with other people's stuff. <laughs> but, you know, the children that were raised well in this movie survived. The other ones? I mean, some of them died and most of them survived. But, you know, the killer can only do so much. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so much work. It's like Santa. You got one night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like that they did homecoming instead of like the prom and the other stuff. It was a little bit, just a little bit of a tweak on the normal yeah. thing, because uh, you had a full day to do it, and it was all, a lot of it was during the daytime. Almost all of it was during the day, which I liked. Um, it was lit instead of just the dark night, uh, going chasing, swimming and all that stuff. The closed school. Like yeah, yeah, I liked the the addition to it and the uh, when they the two when the girl and the guy the Vince Vaughn and uh, what's her name. Really? Uh, or oh, uh, Catherine Newton. Newton, when they came across each other, she would always call out, Alice the murderer, and then they'd have to run away, and then they'd have to kind of start over again. They did that like two or three times, I think. Yeah, and also the fact she that... played it brilliantly. Yeah. When they first switched, it was clear that neither of them knew what was going on, and it took them... They didn't immediately know everything about the person that they were. It took a little bit of research on right. their parts to figure out what part they needed to play. But the fact that for the girl's character that was inhabited by the killer, that she had gone through such a traumatic experience to give her the cover to be weird that day. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. She had a little bit of fudge room there to yeah. to move it. And then she was super creepy at the start of that day. Yes she yeah. was. And I I mentioned that Mr. Magoo, she was gonna kill the sister like right out of the yeah. gate. And the mom comes and just takes a knife and oh I got it, don't worry about it and just kinda casually saves the sister's life, the cop, which of course the sister's a cop. Mm-hmm. Um, not a very good one. No. no, not great. And then I've, I liked the uh, the bum that comes in and uh, <laughs> kind of kind of addresses what Vince Vince Vaughn's character was looking for drugs and then offering to blow him for drugs. <laughs> I think there were like three jokes about his dick being huge in that movie between him and the uh, the bathroom sequences <laughs> flopping around. Yeah, I think this is kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that scene with the uh, with the Spanish teacher was pretty great too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They go to the Spanish teacher for advice and she talks to him in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then she you're, you're chastises them for not knowing Spanish. Yeah. In Spanish. You're in my Spanish three. You should know this. Yeah. I'm dyslexic. Yeah. I have a doctor's note. <laughs> yeah, everybody I mean the characters were rounded up pretty well, I thought. They all had their own, you know, piece to play in the in the movie. It wasn't yeah. just throwaways. Yeah. And they were all consistent. Yeah, absolutely. And they didn't just have, you know, a gay guy to be a gay guy and a black girl to be a black girl. They all were, you know, successful in their pieces of the puzzle for the, the characters that they needed to be. And I thought that worked really well. Except for trying to play it straight. Right. The gay kid did not play it straight well. His, his mom <laughs> called his ass out. Which that raises another question. How is a uh, airline stewardess affording that home? 
Yeah. What else is going on there? Which, in that home, I don't know if you noticed, I liked the picture in the background. It was the kid, oh, yeah. but it was two of them laughing yeah. at each other. Yes. <laughs> yeah, because they had that in the background when yeah. the dude was just standing there. Yeah. And it was him laughing with himself in the picture. It was bizarre as hell. It took me a couple times to, okay, yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. It's something I would have in my house. <laughs> so You mean something you will have in your house? I will have, yeah. I'm going to have to do it now at this point. Let's see. Uh, we'll go through the Duca system, which I think we know that's going to last. Um, if you don't know, Duca is an amazing drink with Mountain Dew and vodka. Uh, as much vodka as you can put in it, so you won't taste it. We're f- recording this in the afternoon, so there are very few Dukas on the table right now. But, uh, David, how many would it take for you to watch this again? Man, uh, it would. So, to get me to watch it again. I would probably watch this again at the drop of a hat. So it wouldn't take any Dukas. However, I would give it one Duka because I think it'd be a variable or a very enjoyable movie to watch while drinking a Duka. So that's fair, right? I would. I would gonna say the same thing. It's. I don't think I would need any Dukas to be able to watch the movie again yeah. because I actually enjoyed the movie. But some additional enjoyment. Right. Sip on a Duka well. <laughs> yeah. And I'll even go the other way, the, the farther out there. This is one that I could see watching just in the background while doing something else, probably. And it'd be one fun, like, a couple of years from now to get ten Dukas and then talk over the movie because you've seen it a few times and you're looking for the, the funny parts or the, the kill parts or anything extra like you do with, like, when you watch. Uh, I do it with Night of Living Dead or Return of Living Dead more often than anything else, probably. But I'll drink and talk over the movie. But that's probably what this would be. Well... Let's put it on the calendar one year from now. Yeah. There you go. Well, we got it. We got it down. We got it recorded. We know. We know when. We'll we'll have a bunch of dukas and yeah. see how we think of it after that. But we have to at that point. We have to bring in someone who has never seen it. Yeah, we'll have to bring in a third party, preferably. Uh, I'm just gonna call it Lauren right now. <laughs> I was about yeah. to say the exact same thing. Yeah. Bring her and maybe Sally in and make them watch it with us while we're drunk. Yes. <laughs> with no explanation. They, they have to be no. sober. Yeah, and we'll talk through the whole fucking thing. <laughs> okay i mean that's i mean that was a good movie uh i think we touched on pretty much everything they did we know this we know kind of what it is anyway we've seen the trope before they just added the serial killer it felt a lot like i don't know if you've seen um happy death day i have not parts of it that's another blue they kind of had the same feel to that like the the uh coming of age thing with the serial, there's a serial killer in that one as well, chasing the girl down, murdering her. Yeah. But uh, it kind of had that same vibe to it, which I, th- I think this was done really well. I think this was done better uh, than that one. But uh, I, I definitely enjoyed it. I was surprised with this one. Yeah, agreed. You know, I, I think you just summed up the movie better than we have up to now. Sometimes it takes losing yourself to find yourself. Uh, all right, <laughs> we'll take it. I'll send it to him right now. I'll ask for some money. Yeah. Excuse me, IMDb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you need to, uh, to update this. I need a couple bucks. All right. Uh, final thoughts. Chris, do you have anything to add for us today? No, not. You good? Not this time. Favorite scene, maybe. What What is that expression in your face supposed to convey? I'm not getting it. Our listeners can't see your face. Okay, we'll move on. Anybody? Good recommendation. Yeah. I like it. Check out Freaky. Um, available in Blockbuster now. As always, thank you so much for listening to Talking With Words. 
Uh, you can find out more at robgilchristbooks.com. Saturday for Suckers 2 is still coming out. Check us out soon. We'll be right back with new things. Are we recording?